0: Welcome to episode number 33 of the Runners of You podcast. I'm your host, Vicki Yodi. Today's guest is Louis Zuniga. Louis is a pilot, a member of the City Center and Freaks Running Club, and a team catapult ambassador. A Katy area resident, we chat about his run club obsession. Uh, he has a different running club for every day of the week. Um, what being a pilot does to his running schedule and his five-year plan of hopefully qualifying for the Boston Marathon. So he has PR'd every race he's ever run, including bringing his half-marathon PR down from a 154 to a 128. So I firmly believe this is something in his wheelhouse. Hope you all enjoy this episode. Hey, Louie, thank you so much for being here with me today.
1: What's up? What's up? Uh,
0: Why don't we jump right in? Please tell everybody who you are, what you do, and where in the Houston area you live.
1: Hi, I'm Louie. I'm from Houston since I was about in fifth grade. Uh, I'm an airline pilot, and uh, I just run. I live in Katy, the Katy area, but I actually run by Memorial Buffalo Bayou City Center, that area.
0: Okay, well, so in my um, light Instagram stalking, I saw in October <laughs> you said that be, with your job, you were now based in Miami. So is that not true, or do you, like, split a lot of time between Houston and Miami? Yeah,
1: yeah so actually, and that's also changed since then. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, I was based, I moved back here, I got based here in, because our company, when I first got hired, was didn't have a Houston-based, so okay. I was based in Pittsburgh, actually, for about four months. I lived in Pittsburgh for about four months, and then we opened a Houston-based, and that was in uh, 2018, like July-ish area. Um, so I've been here back uh, since about July 2018, um, and 2019 is when I started running. Um, but so this past October, so I've been, I've been based here in Houston for about three years. And so we closed in October after COVID, a lot of the stuff, a lot of, we didn't have a lot of flying. So, uh, our company, and we had 10 bases. So we closed Houston in October. So I get ba- my, uh, based in Miami, and. Uh, a couple months later, they announced that Miami's closing. So now <laughs> I'm based in Chicago. So I commute up to Chicago. So when I start my trip and I end my trip, we end my trip in Chicago. So I, being a pilot, I, we can actually either uh, jump seat, which we just we fly for free to get to our, uh, to get to our base. So that's what I do now. And so it became a little bit harder, commuting wise now. Uh, so
0: yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, so I, I do want to talk about running, but I'm fascinated um, by your – well, so how did you get into that? You were um, – you served first, right?
1: Uh, yeah, actually, I, I, so I was a while in college. I mm-hmm. always wanted to be a pilot since I was 10 years old. So I actually went to school. I, as Growing up, I thought I was going to go through the military oh. first, but then as I got to high school, I was like, okay, you're not guaranteed a pilot slot okay. in the military. So I went the school route. So I looked there's different schools. I went. I visited schools in Florida. Actually, a school wanted me to go to Iowa, <laughs> but I visited up there. they were really super nice, but it was just too cold for me, <laughs> and too far. So I found uh, Louisiana Tech. And so uh, loved the loved the visit. Uh, loved the atmosphere. It was a Division One school. It was a smaller school, but it was still Division One. So they had football, basketball, everything. Um, so I had all the, the perks of the. The college life uh, so I got fit, and the aviation uh, degree was built in so uh, that's where I chose and I loved it and um, I did all my training there. Uh, I moved down to South Louisiana and lived there and flight instructed and while I was in school my last two years I joined the Air National Guard for Louisiana okay. so uh, that's how I got in the military side. And I actually just got out, uh, June, uh, September, 2020 was my last, uh, service. So I was in for six years. Um, but I still go, you know, and help out whenever I need to with the hurricanes and stuff. So, and I still to have good friends that are in it also. Um, so while I was doing that, uh, doing all this together while also when I got my hours for, um, flying, for fly instructing, I that's how I build my hours to get hired on by an airline. So then I got hired on by an airline, and actually I moved as soon as I got my hours in Louisiana. I finished flight instructing out there, and then I moved back to Katy, and that was a week before Harvey. Oh
0: God!
1: So I moved back to Katy. Harvey hits the next week, and then a couple of weeks after that, I have an interview for the airline job, and I did it <laughs> on my birthday. Basically, it was September uh, 23rd and then I go to training in October. So I've been for the airlines, October, 2017, basically.
0: Okay. Uh, Very cool. Yeah. Great birthday present. Horrible. to yeah. move Back to Houston right before Harvey. Yeah, I know. Uh, luckily my parents and everything,
1: they, their house was fine during Harvey. So that was one less thing we had to worry about. And so I just had to focus on, you know, getting the job. And I did. And, uh, I didn't start running until after, uh, after I got back, because I was based in Pittsburgh for a little bit, and mm-hmm. um, when I moved back to, to, to Houston in the summer of June, I didn't start, I, didn't ha- I just hung out and worked a lot, um, so I didn't really run. And then I started uh, my sister. She actually was friends with uh, one of her uh, lifelong friends, um, works at Lululemon, And they were saying, hey, Lululemon has a run club. And then my sister actually worked for Sun & and so she knew a lot of the people who actually went to that run club. And like Dean, she knew Dean mm-hmm. before I knew Dean um, and, another, and others. And so through Sun and Ski. And so I went, and then it sounds like I never left. <laughs> so that was my introduction to the run club and run community in Houston. And, yeah, it's only grown since then.
0: Okay. Well, so <clears throat> did you run it all growing up as a child, or you really started running? No okay uh, so I uh, I ran track
1: mm-hmm. in
0: seventh grade hated it
1: and never <laughs> ran again <laughs> and I ran, and I, I played baseball and basketball so when I got to track it was like oh man because usually I was used to I like I was good at running you know but going to track practice like literally all you do is run so I was got I just hated it I did the mile and half mile and yeah it was just... I did it for one year and then the next year I did tennis in eighth grade. <laughs> then got to high school and then only did baseball. So okay. I was baseball I was a baseball kid.
0: Um uh, Alright, well so yeah. you you joined the it's the City Center Running Club, right? Yep, City Center Running Club at Lululemon. And so you show up, like, did you have any idea what to expect? What what happened no, the first day you went no, for run club? What well,
1: actually so it was like December I think December 4th and it was like kind of like a rainy, you know, it could have got canceled, you know, so I was like, all right, I'm going to go. Cause then I know the people that are going to be there actually are good, like, are like for real runners and they're going to be, you know, and now they'll probably be there. And actually it was a bigger group. And then the next week was like a toy drive. And so it was just like things happening and everyone was like training for, uh, for the Chevron And I had never even run like more than three miles. So uh, I actually probably ran about three miles is probably the most before then. Mm -hmm. I I take that back. I lie. Uh, I think eight miles was the total farthest I run because like a couple months after being with city center for about two, three weeks, they're like, Hey, you should, uh, we're training for uh, the Woodlands half marathon in a couple months. I'm like, all right. (laughs) And so my first, my first ever organized run was a half marathon in the Woodlands. So <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> after only running and I actually did up until that point I only ran eight miles. The farthest I ever run. And then the farthest I ever ran was the thirteen point one after at, at the Woodlands. So
0: was it twenty nineteen? Was that your first half in Woodlands? Yeah, yeah twenty nineteen. Okay. So well I mean Woodlands is in what, March? So you started running in yeah, December. March 2nd. And a couple months yeah, later,
1: end, yeah, the end of December.
0: So, what? Number one, did you know what to expect when you got to the race that day? Any idea what that was going to look like?
1: No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what was what was that first race like for you, start to finish?
1: It was pretty good. Uh, I was nervous that I was like I was gonna like cramp up and be you know crazy like dying at the very end but actually it was it went pretty smooth uh there was a that was i guess doing woodlands qu- quite a bit that was the biggest race i've ever done and that was like a lot of people to meet. Mm-hmm. so like i've done i got to do uh, the chevron that same year or that that following year right um but so i mean this was i mean then for people being there and it was just it was a good it was a rush and um i had my my city center run that i friends that I ran with, and they were still faster than me, so they, you know, I got to keep up with them, and um, I, I did what I wanted. I wanted to do under uh, two hours. That was my goal when I did 154, so that, that, on my first ever half marathon, so I thought that was pretty good.
0: So were you one of those runners who immediately crossed the finish line and was like, all right, where's my next race, or did it take you a little while?
1: Uh, yeah, I guess... A little bit of both, because uh, actually I think the next race was like a couple weeks from then after that. So, so I mean, yeah, I think it got me. It got me hooked for sure.
0: Um. So you're, you know, you've joined this running club. Did you? Were you following a plan at all? Besides that, you just kind yep. of running whatever you felt like during the week.
1: Yep. Uh, I had no plan, no nothing, just, and actually to this day, I kind of don't, <laughs> even though I have I have more of a structure plan, but I mean, still I just go with the whim, and you know, um, I kind of just go by my body. If I feel good, I, I start growing. If I don't, then I slow down. But, um, like when it comes down to, like I was running, I when I got into the more of the, the run clubs, I started finding other run clubs. So I did, kung fu i i had a run club on every day of the week basically just because i like the people environment okay. and that kind of thing more than just like you know training for anything i was just doing it because it was fun <laughs>
0: um so what then made you pick rock and roll san antonio
1: oh uh, well that's from from
0: san antonio oh, okay. so
1: that's where my family yeah so that was my next uh well i did a couple of the city races here like uh Run for Rose. That was my next one, right after I did the Woodlands, mm-hmm. and that was like this, like a couple weeks later. That was a five k, um, and then I did the Memorial Day ten k and Independence eight k and the Watermelon. So all through that the like the summer, it was the hottest. Of the, and I was actually placing. So okay. that first one, like that 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 run for the Rose, I got eighth in like out of the out of my age group. I was like, oh wow, that's awesome. <laughs> And then the Memorial Day 10K, I got third in age group, and so I was like, and every race I got, I got faster and faster. Mm-hmm. So, um, surprisingly, in the summertime, which is kind of crazy thinking about it, um, my Independence 8K, I got first in my age group, and in the Watermelon 10K, they're not very very big races, but I mean for me that was like my first start off, like right. first through four races, I'm like placing, I'm like whoa.
0: Yeah, well, there's so many races, I think, in the summer in Houston. It's a good place to jump in where it's never going to – like, every race is definitely not going to be the Houston Marathon. It's a good way to to get your feet wet. And because they're not that long a distance, I mean, the heat is still killer. Yeah. But 5K is better than a half marathon. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Um, So do you do do track work at all, or do you just – no, uh, we didn't. Not at all, actually. Um, I think a city center. We
1: we try to do it like for a couple weeks in the summer, and then I think it just fell off. <laughs> but yeah, I need to get into the track. That's my goal for this year, big time. Because uh, now, I'm, what I'm doing. Is tr- I'm trying to get to Boston. So I didn't. I never thought I could do it, but now seeing, I think I, I think I can.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, talk me through San Antonio. So couple months later, I think San Antonio is in the fall, right? I didn't look that up. Yeah, it's in, no,
1: it's in November. Okay. Or, so Or December. I think December. December 3rd, I think, something
0: like that. Gotcha. Um, yeah. What – how was that race different and or better than the Woodlands? And do you prefer – like I know Rock and Roll tries to hype the course experience. Yeah, is that something you but, even recognize when you're out there? Uh, yeah. I guess the 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 whole build up
1: to the race, like the first the the, the day before, all that. Um, but me being from San Antonio, I kind of like was just excited to be home and or like you know, right. to see different places that you know on the road. Um, actually, Dean was the one that uh, I found him. Like right by the, at the start and he paced me and oh
0: nice
1: i was there i was there i was there basically by myself me and that other group but uh they were that she was only doing the she was doing the half also but they do it slow like much slower okay um so she uh so i was i found dean and he was, he was like i'm not trying to like pay uh you know cause he was like probably doing like one sub one thirties at that, at that point. And I was like, I just want to do better than I did last time. So he paced me and I did one forty, which was way faster than my previous half and any race that I've done before. And, uh, what the, the crazy thing is, was that that was the first time I had hit like real Hills. There was a Hill that was just straight, just straight up.
0: That's oh, I've heard world. about that one. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, and I didn't get a good night's sleep at night either. Um, So it was exciting to have, like, to just crush what I – just crush it by
0: (laughs) So were you already at that point signed up for the Houston Marathon in January?
1: Uh, I think I was. Yes. Yes, I was.
0: I was. So in between running your your PR half at 140 and when you ran Houston – what was your longest? Do you remember what your longest training run was?
1: The longest was a half. So until, Stop. I, until I, yeah, I never did. So I, we were supposed to do like 19 or something uh-huh. like a week or two before, like, but I never did it. I never went. I I think I slept in or I was flying or something, but yeah, I never. So like the day I ran the, the, the full, the 26.2 was the longest I've ever run. Okay, the but half, so... Half, half was, had the half, like 13. 13 was... Oh, okay, like so when you that, when, when
0: race day hit, the furthest you'd ever run in your entire life was 13.1 miles. Yeah. <coughs> I, I don't know what to say. I mean, <laughs> I've never <laughs> run yeah. a marathon, so I can't judge. Um, I do know when I ran my first... You said when you ran your first half, your longest run was eight miles. When I ran my first half, my longest run was six miles. So... Oh. I mean, it's not the same, but it's kind of the same. So, well, number one, let's talk. Like, you get the race. I've never been to a lot of the other races in Texas. Like, I haven't been to the Woodlands yet, and I haven't been to San Antonio. I've done Dallas rock and roll, and I've done the Austin half. But so I've got to imagine that Houston was by far the biggest event. The biggest.
1: Yeah. You've been to. The best so far. Yeah, for sure. And uh, so that, so, so since I hadn't run far mm-hmm. uh, before the, the Chevron pool, I was so worried that I was going to just crash because they were talking about the wall that you're going to hit and blah, blah, blah. And so I, that was just terrified of that. So I like carved up big time before I was, I even just wanted, I just was going to go slow. I, my, my goal was under four, okay. like, four hours. And so, I was just going the slowest possible to get four, and I was chilling all the way through. And it actually, I could have pushed myself way more, but then I knew I would. I didn't want. I didn't want. I just don't want, want to have like a cramp and like just be falling. Like I've seen videos where people were just like you know, and that. And so I was. I took it very cautiously, and I think at the end I did push myself because I did want to quit. Or not quit, but like I was like. It got at mile twenty four, right on Allen, after Allen Parkway. Basically, mm-hmm. I was like, "All right, I'm I'm done. Like, let's let's get this over with."
0: <laughs> so, having never run half that, well, having only run half that distance at that point, um, did you do anything? Like, did you have nutrition with you? Did you eat during the race? Yeah, so I didn't I didn't eat anything, but
1: I stopped, or not stopped, but like I grabbed and. So, like I had gummies, uh-huh. I think I had Gatorade gummies. Okay. And I had never done any nutrition before and I still kind of don't. And right. so I needed, that's <laughs> another thing I want to work on. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I had those little gummies and then I just drank either water or the Gatorade, like almost every stop. Like mm-hmm. I was trying, I was making sure that I wasn't going to like pass out or, you know, um, so I, I was consistently drinking all the way throughout the race and that helped. And, um, yeah, I think now that I've been that distance a couple of times now, now I'm, my goal is under three thirty.
0: Okay. Well, so you did. You went. You did go under four. You went three fifty three hundred one for your first marathon. Mm. Um, yeah. Did you run? Were you alone? Were you with somebody? Did you run with a pace group?
1: Uh, I was basically. We started with with people and then I was basically alone, but then I was just running with the pace group that was there. So like I see, I would see like, I think it was three fifty. and I would run with them and I was basically doing the same pace almost the whole way. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going like nines or like, you know, I was, I wasn't pushing it too, too fast.
0: Okay. So you crossed the finish line of your first marathon longest you've <laughs> ever run by half. <laughs> um, <laughs> same thing are you still in love with running did you immediately want to sign up for another race or were you like I need a break
1: uh it was a little bit of both like i think i was more sore from the half before like okay. from the from the from the half at San antonio I was mm-hmm. the most sore i had ever been like it, it it hurt walking down the stairs the next day um but after the the chevron I wasn't as sore that's good I was a I was yeah so after the race i was I mean, after the race, maybe about 10, 20 minutes, got food in me, and then I was, I was fine. Um, my legs were kind of sore the next day, but I still ran the next day. I think so. It wasn't the after the the rock and roll. I didn't run the next day. <laughs> I was dead.
0: <laughs> Wait, you ran the next day after Houston? Good for yeah, you.
1: I, yeah, I did, but not, but not uh, San Antonio. I was right. Dean, Dean wore me
0: out on that one. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. I mean, your first marathon was January 2020. Well, so before I even move forward with that, you mentioned, like, you you, maybe you were working when you were supposed to run that 19 miles. So what does your your travel schedule, being a pilot, what does that do to your running schedule?
1: It throws it off quite a bit. Um, But luckily, like, a lot of our hotels actually have some good areas where we have trails and stuff that we run. So I... Find ways, but mainly all my all my running is done when I'm home. Okay. Yeah. So like I'll take off like maybe two like if I'm gone for a two three day trip, I'll take off those two or three day trips, or I'll, I'll run one of those days like somewhere out wherever I can. Mm-hmm. I which, which I've I've done actually half marathons in Maine. Um, all over the place. Actually, I have a couple states that I'm not going to, so now I think, I think that's my next goal too, is get a marathon in every state.
0: <laughs> that would wait. So like training run half marathons or like you did a race yeah, while you, okay. Yeah. No, just. Well, either way, just way, that's training. still pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Fair. I think it'd be too hard to get a, get a race in like yeah. that, but, <laughs> but, uh, definitely I just, I go out on my own and just do 13 somewhere.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, right. And if you don't want to, if it hurts to walk down the steps, I mean. I've never been <laughs> in the cockpit, in the seat, but I mean, you see like having to maneuver or something in there, that probably wouldn't be super comfortable. No, yeah. <laughs> um, so how often do you, I don't know how this works. I work five days a week. How, what does your schedule look like? Are you like so, on it, three it, it days? Oh, it's just all over the place? Yeah, it changes uh, from month to month, but I know my
1: schedule a month in advance usually. So
0: okay.
1: like, uh, I'll pick, I like got bid for like, since I'm high, pretty high up, uh, on my, on the seniority for FOs, I actually can pick the trips I want. So it's been pretty good. So I picked like usually three day trips. Um, when I was living here or when I was based here, I can do day trips. Mm-hmm. So I would just do like Philly turn here, like every other day and be done, you know, and I'd be home every, almost every day. Um, now, with the three-day or four-day trips, then I usually do, like, maybe Monday, Wednesday, Thursday – or Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, Friday, Saturdays when I work, and then I'm off those other days. So it just it, – it, it varies. And then sometimes, like, if I have, like, a long, like, four-day or five-day trip, then I have off a week. So I'm off the entire week, and so I get to come back home and be here the entire week. That's one good thing I love about my job is that when I'm home, I'm home. I don't have no – you know – no obligation to anything.
0: Oh, that's good. Yeah, I I cannot say the same. <laughs> uh, um, so, did you? I mean, now we're in twenty twenty. So, did you? Yeah. Did you have any races? Did you do any more racing before the world shut down?
1: Uh, Chevron was the last race, and then yeah. I did. Uh, yeah, I did Goggins challenge. Did you? Right after. Okay. Yeah, in May, in May. I didn't do it when he did it, but I did it right like two because every like a couple people started doing it. I was like, all right, I'll do that. So I did it in May, May twenty second, twenty twenty. That was pretty intense. That was more of a mental, a mental thing, for me, and I I I enjoyed it.
0: Well, and so Goggins, it's the four miles every four hours, for. 48 hours or something, right? Yeah, yeah, I think it's, yeah. Is it four,
1: is it four miles? Yeah, four miles every four hours for 48 hours. Yeah. Zero desire.
0: (laughs) More power to you. Would you, okay, would you ever do it again? I think so. Okay.
1: Yeah, I think the hardest thing was that, that 3 a.m. turn to 6 a.m. turn in the middle of the night where you have to like wake up back because all the other ones were kind of they're spaced out daytimeish yeah yeah nine o'clock at night you know but that 12 you run it at 12 or something Mm -hmm. and you got to be get it back up at 3 a.m and do it again and then at 6 a.m that that that, yeah that was so did you
0: did you do it at home or were you like at the park i did it i did
1: it at the park with people okay i did it i didn't yeah, actually, Dean hooked me up at the last, like, very late, late one. I did it at Buffalo Bay. We did it at Buffalo Bayou, and then we did a couple one at um, Memorial Park, and then we finished. <laughs> and so, uh, actually, Julie, Tim, my uh, run mates there at from City Center, also, we met at a uh, Buffalo Bayou Brewery, mm-hmm. and we we're gonna finish. It would be a big old thing at 10 a.m. I was gonna be done. We we're gonna go eat. I got done at 10 a.m. <laughs> Do go. I'm going home. <laughs> I'm going home. Going to sleep. <laughs> I was dead. <laughs> so I oh, guess man. like right. At, if you had asked me if I would ever do it again, right after that, I'd be like, no, absolutely not. But now you know, thinking about
0: ah, now that you can't again. remember the pain as much. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, uh, I just I, I would de- I
1: would definitely have to do it with a group again.
0: I was gonna say yeah, I would myself. be more likely to do it with a group. Uh, because without a group, personally, like I'm not going outside alone at three o'clock in the morning. No, for sure. I one time this is not really related. One time, I live in Midtown. One time I had like fallen asleep on the couch and I was like, Oh, I gotta get up and go to bed, but I need to walk my dogs. Got up, put them on the leash, went downstairs, (laughs) we're outside. I'm like, Man, what time is it? There's not really anybody out. It was like one thirty. I was like, Oh hell no. (laughs) We turned around and went back inside. I was like, They can wait. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but well, so I mean, you're you're a pilot. What did what did COVID look like for you?
1: Uh, well, when it first hit, it got where it was kind of eerie. I was in Newark, and there was nobody. Yeah, like it was crazy seeing like these airports with like absolutely nobody, like ghost towns. It mm-hmm. was just me, and I could just like walk down the entire like airport and there was there'll be like no or one other person that i saw i was like it was insane um but you know for me like i had even i had flights that up. Uh, there was only two three people on our plane yeah it was like they had their private jet like it was right it was crazy yeah but uh the hours got my we had a minute we have a min minute hour so like we get paid regardless okay so that was that was good and on um they also offered uh leave and so they would offer, we keep our benefits, everything. They would just offer this base pay, and then either if you want it or not. And so since so when I was living here and I was based here, I I I I didn't want it to. I wanted I wanted it to fly, or mm-hmm. you know, um, because we're guaranteed seventy five hours if we don't fly, even if we don't fly. Okay. And so and then for the leave, if you took the leave, it was fifty hours of pay for that for that month. Mm-hmm. Um. Plus all your benefits and everything. All right. Travel benefits. Everything stays the same. So I was still, I was still getting the benefits of. You know, right. even though we weren't flying to stay to, to to keep to keep it.
0: That's good. So you so for how long of a period did you not fly?
1: Uh, there was a period for about two two months.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, three months. I took
0: leave. Okay um what was it like okay well so in that time were you i've heard people go both ways during covid they were either like f this i'm gonna be a couch potato like the world sucks i'm not um, doing anything or i'm gonna run a hundred miles a week
1: i ran a lot okay. during that time during covid yeah and luckily we had people who wanted to run so we, we even made up you know, new new run clubs to because everything was shut down and no one was meeting anywhere. So that having the having all the, the, the crew that helped us to okay. stay running.
0: <laughs> Very cool. Um, well, so when when did you first get involved? I'm staring at your T-shirt with Team Catapult. Oh,
1: that actually just happened, like uh, two three weeks ago. Uh, oh, okay,
0: how did that happen? Yeah,
1: then? Pat, Patrick. Uh, well, I, he said that the new one is going to come up, like the new ambassadors were going to come up. So I tried, I did that. And I was obviously, I know Patrick closely. So <laughs> kind of got the hookup on that. Um, but I loved like the, the whole, the whole uh, idea. And he inspired me so much that I wanted to give back to anybody I, can, I could. And if I wore this t-shirt and, you know, and I travel all over the country. Mm-hmm. So it kind of, I would want to do that to, you know, get the word out. And then, um, so I did the seaweeds with virtual with Lululemon cause I work at Lululemon also at city center. Okay. So
0: well, you left yeah. that part out.
1: Tell me about the run club. Uh, oh yeah. Well, I did, not I actually didn't start run, run, working there until after I joined the run club. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I, jo- I joined, I think, right. I joined seasonally Okay. I was flying a lot. So, right. uh, it worked out perfect. Yeah. So I was off a lot and so I just joined just for fun basically
0: well <laughs> yeah really i mean who got... doesn't want to work at Lulu? <laughs> yeah um, so got all the good gear from lulu well so um, how did you so first meet patrick i met patrick either
1: at a run uh maybe run tuesdays run okay. and that was probably like two three years ago also when i started 2019 mm-hmm. um didn't get close until this past, like, 20, 2020, 2019, when we started working. We started running together at our Salsa Tuesday run group that, that formed and hooking up with him and Dean. So Dean, everybody, I think we just came close with uh, that and also through um, Kung Fu Running Club. Just seeing them at all the run clubs, basically. I think that's how I got, we got close. Yeah, I now we're at run. Salsa Tuesdays, (laughs) our little run club.
0: I never heard of that one. Um, (laughs) So, so then when he started the Freaks Run Club during COVID. Yeah,
1: that's for Friday.
0: Yeah. So are you still doing a different run club like every day of the week when you're in town?
1: Almost, yeah, (laughs) basically.
0: (laughs) So, all right, well, so what's what's Monday's? Monday's is city center. Okay, Tuesday is your salsa. Salsa. Wednesday, what's today?
1: Kung fu sometimes, but I haven't been going lately,
0: ever since basically COVID. They've got a huge group. Yeah, they do. And I mean, it's outside, but I'm still a little weary of groups.
1: Yeah, I haven't. I've been, I think I went uh, a couple weeks ago for, actually won the, uh, the free entry to Chevron. Oh no way! <laughs> yeah, from Kung Fu. Should so, I should have uh, went?
0: Yeah,
1: I, and I wasn't. I was gonna. I was about to buy, to buy into the Chevron, and then I was like, Ah, there's a giveaway. I'll I'll go tonight and just see. And then <laughs> Viv was there, and I told Viv this too, and, and uh Glinda and I was like, Yeah, I'll, I'll, once I get back, uh, we'll do the raffle, and then I'll I'll just you can I'll use your code or whatever to sign me up. And then I end up winning.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. That
1: night. Yeah.
0: So, well, you mentioned you did virtual Seawees last year. Yeah. Um, will you be joining us for virtual seawees this year?
1: I will be there. Uh, just got everything in, I think, the other day. I got my Seawees shorts and seaweed what? shirt.
0: I didn't get yeah. my gear yet. <laughs> so how, I got that going. How colorful did, uh, is your gear? Uh, it's pretty good. Pretty I bright, guess.
1: right? Yeah, pretty bright. <laughs> you got to go bright on seaweed stuff.
0: <laughs> Obviously. Uh,
1: yeah. The other we did, and also with uh with Patrick and everybody, we did the TSP last year. Or this, oh yeah, year. I
0: was gonna ask about that. So you did the speed and project last year, and you did y'all really just virtual. do tryouts for it? Was that were you no, part of that?
1: Not, yeah, we we just had uh, the speed trial. I think they need that for the speed project itself.
0: Oh, okay. I was like, yeah. wait, they're really doing time trials for this? What's happening? Nah, yeah, I didn't make the cut. Wait, what?
1: I only did it, I only did it 6.45 days. I'm just kidding.
0: I was like, oh, am pretty sure you're faster no, uh, than some of the people I saw that were doing it.
1: Yeah, we did, we did it uh, last year virtually. And then, um, so we just did this past week, we just did our time trial to to put it in for, I guess that's how they seed our whole
0: group. Okay. For well, each,
1: so, each team at worldwide or whatever it is.
0: So before they went virtual, it, the Speed Project was literally like running through the Arizona desert to Las Vegas. So yeah. when you do it virtual, what did that look like for you guys last year?
1: Uh, it was uh, a team of whatever you had. I think it was 10 or 12 and uh, somebody had to be running every single hour for 32 hours and you just got to get as many miles as you can in this, in this 32 hours basically.
0: Interesting. That's a lot. Yeah. Of... So do you know how far did you guys cover?
1: Everybody, I think we did like 300 something. I okay. think everyone was trying to like average six miles an hour at least. And so we, I mean, we did that, you know, it was pretty, it was pretty good. We, had, right. we weren't last, that's for sure.
0: <laughs> 10 people. We did, so, if you were all, so did, did everybody ran three legs and a couple people ran more?
1: Yeah. Ish? I think I did four legs and everyone else did three. Okay. Cause I finished, I finished last year and I was the one to, to finish it off. I think we finished like at 12 PM on Sunday. Okay. And we started at, at 6 AM the, 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 the day before. Right. Something like, something like that. Right. <clears throat> yeah. And then we did TIR. That was a relay. That was live. Uh-huh. Uh, that was, that was awesome. That was my first ever relay race that I've done. Oh, you know, okay. like in the van on the vans. And oh everything.
0: yeah. Cause it was back. I mean, it was, they did, they actually did TIR this. Okay. Yeah. So what was it that?
1: It was pretty cool. Uh, I, I think it's, it changed since, you know, prior cause this was COVID. So mm. everything kind of is, you know, up in the air and everything, but I mean, I enjoyed it, and I know that next year we're going to do it again, and uh, we'll have. I know, I'll have. I now know what to expect.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, well, so for the diff- for all the different things you've done so far, you've done you know a half marathon race, a marathon race, some shorter races, the speed project, and TIR. What's your favorite way to do it? Do you like the relay? Do you like just the straight race, or does each have their uh, own kind of Good and bad.
1: I, th- I think depending on what like, what I feel, I guess that day. But I mean, I enjoy. I think the the relay race is more just fun for me. Like I know. I mean, I, I don't think I would want to do it with like a. Maybe I would want to do it with this like, total speed. You know, all about all about business kind of run. But the I mean the the relay more was just like camaraderie with our group. Right. And we, we had an amazing time. Uh, it was more fun. Doing right the right, you know, doing the miles, getting the miles in it was good, but being with each other was probably the best, you know, just cracking up and I laughed so hard those those two days it was crazy. I think my I got abs at just by laughing so much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um so I think I don't know where this fell in relation to T I R but you're back to in person racing. And you ran the yep. woodlands again in twenty twenty one. So what changed from 2019 to 2021 that you've now run under 130?
1: I think I was just consistently running probably. <laughs> yeah. Still no speed work. More, I had a lot no speed work, no like track days. I might have done maybe one track or two track days or something, but no speed work, no nothing just running.
0: Well, so when you, so you say no speed work, are you, so when you run, it's just all consistent pace. Like you're not even out there doing like Bartlicks or anything?
1: No. Okay. I don't even know what any of these terms mean. But but like I usually run with, with with my buddies or whoever's running with me. And they're like, all right, we're going to do this, this, and this. I'm like, all right, cool. And so they, they said, I don't even have a garment. Like, that's how bad it is. <laughs> I need to get a garment.
0: I think it's time to get a watch. <laughs> yeah.
1: so, uh, like, I don't know my pace. I like, I actually carry my phone most of the time and see, like, okay, Strava, is, like like you're at 930 or whatever.
0: Oh, well, I used to do that. You use Strava on your phone. Yeah. I did that for a while, and, and then I got a garment.
1: <laughs> yeah. I need to get a garment.
0: Um, well, so talk to me about that race though. Like what? That
1: one, yeah. I, they, they had the corrals and everything. So mm-hmm. everyone was kind of split out. So that, that actually worked out pretty good. Um, uh, actually it was supposed to be like on, on my time. I was like supposed to be like way in the back. I was like, I don't know how that's going to happen, but I kind of snuck in and got in corral B or C or something like that. So I started off and, um, uh, it was pretty, I just started off fast and I felt good. I mean, I was averaging, I think six forty something the entire time, just cruising. Um, I had a pickle juice, a little shot of pickle juice thing. Uh, and I carried it the entire time. I never, I never, I never never drank it until the, after the, after the race. Um, but I thought I was going to need it. You know, I I did carve up the night before. That was probably the most prepared for a race I will ever been. Uh, went to bed early ish. Uh, didn't drink anything before or like you know alcohol or anything and i was uh i was very prepared with carb wise and uh i drank uh 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 some electro highlights before and you know i think i had pickle juice before the race after, actually or the night before at least and then uh i carried that one the entire race though so in my picture i still have the, i still have it in my hand oh man it's pretty funny yeah um but I had it after, and uh, I thought I was gonna, you know, like gas out, but I just didn't. But, but also that last mile was probably the hardest mile, <laughs> and I wanted to keep, you know, keep the pace and right. um, finishing finishing it. I did not think I could do that for another thirteen point, <laughs> you know, another thirteen point one. So that's why I was kind of nervous on the doing the full. So well, that's that, what I'm trying to do.
0: That's my, that's my whole thing. I mean, i've I've worked in running for a long time and I worked for marathon and I've still never run one because I've run about 19 halves and every <laughs> single time I cross the finish line, I'm like, God, people really just go out there and do this whole thing right again, right now. Like I, <laughs> no, no, I don't want to. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, is that what you're training for right now? Is that your 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 big goal race right now? Is is the Houston Marathon in January?
1: Yeah, I'm probably going to do the uh, Houston Half in October. Um, and yeah, so I think that's my biggest is the next one is going to be the Chevron. Okay. And try to get as fast as I can. As long as I'm I'm, PR, I'm I've literally p r would on every single race I've ever done. So. Whether it be a 5K, 10K, whatever it is, it's I pr'd it. So I'm still on a PR for my half, which I did. I crushed the PR for the Woodlands half because like before that it was like 140 something. So,
0: well, the Houston uh, half is a pretty good course to to go fast on as well. So hopefully you keep that yeah, streak alive I had, in October. I did,
1: I've never I never raced Houston half, so that'll be my first time if I do it. I did the virtual one this past. I guess past October, but this year will be my first live race.
0: So that'd be cool. It's a good one. I like it. Um, So you're, do you know, you said like at some point, I don't know if you meant 2022, you want, you want to qualify for Boston. Do you know what your time is, what you need to run to qualify right now?
1: too fast like I don't don't, it's not even in my (laughs) realm of possibility I don't think so but thinking about it everyone says I can do it so I'm gonna try my best and I think I can I know there's there's uh a lot of groups that I can run with that are that get me fast so uh yeah
0: well I I mean I'm sure
1: like I think it's like what like 250 something 250 I think
0: probably 30 year olds
1: I'm thirty, so thirty, yeah, Honestly, that's that's another that's another thing. yeah, I just went up a age group well, I was 20, so twenty eight and twenty nine when I started.
0: I think it was <laughs> Daniel Barron that I was talking to in the beginning, and he had run two fifty. it's probably in my notebook sitting right in front of me. Um, he was trying to qualify for Boston, and he ran a two fifty four. When his time needed to be two fifty five and he didn't get in because of that buffer, you need. Yeah, I, I could completely be butchering his story. Sorry, Daniel. Um, <laughs> but that happened. That happened to at least two people I've talked to, where you know you have to run the time. Yeah, and, um, yeah. I you, think Dean just missed
1: it barely this year too. Or maybe it was Dean. But Dean missed it barely. And, he, and it was already way under, too. Well, but and I can't, yeah, the that's the thing. Like, I you know, can't
0: imagine qualifying ahead. for Boston and then still not getting to run it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it is what it is. So, Houston, so I think then I'm you saying, said. I'm saying that's my top five, my next five-year goal. be Five-year five plans wow. to qualify for Boston? I think that sounds yeah. like a good goal for the next five years. <laughs> um I think and I could be wrong, I'm sure some people don't. You might maybe want to think about getting a training plan.
1: Yeah, for sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I mean it's working for you, so who am I to judge?
1: Yeah. Um It'll definitely get me to the next level. That's for sure.
0: For sure.
1: Um I think I I think I'm capping out on what I can do just solo.
0: Well and if you're looking for a your- uh, well Mondays are city center. I was gonna say Monday is, is track night for the Houston Harriers. They would be a really good group for you to do speed work because some of them are oh yeah are pretty uh
1: pretty quick. Yeah, they must start going to North, too. They got-
0: oh yeah, they have a pretty good out. group. I don't know when their track yeah. night is. Um I think it may be Wednesday. I think you're right. There's a
1: track, track Tuesday, track Tuesday, track Thursday. Somebody
0: has track to see. There are so many running clubs.
1: There is so many. But well, which is good for me because I'm a pilot, so I, sometimes I can make up, sometimes I
0: can't. So exactly. I know there's 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 always going to be someone that you can run with. Exactly. So. All right. Well, we're almost done. I just have a couple All more right. questions for you. Um, I consider these the fun questions, whether you do or not. <laughs> we'll see. So where is your favorite place to run in Houston?
1: I would say Buffalo Bayou.
0: Okay. Um, if you could run with anyone for any distance, living, dead, superhero, cartoon, doesn't matter, who would it be and how far would you go?
1: Hmm.
0: Dang, it's hard.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh. I'd probably say my
1: grandpa. Oh. Yeah. Because he runs a lot, but lately he, he's can't. He's played baseball like all his life. And, okay. Like, he's in his 60s, 70s. And, but I, I don't, I'm always, I'm not ever in San Antonio and I don't think he runs that often anymore.
0: Well, so this is I'd perfect wanna, world, so that doesn't I'd, matter.
1: I would I, want to go when he was in his prime running and just run with him.
0: Yeah. For as awesome. far as you both could go?
1: Yeah, wherever you wanted to go to,
0: yeah. Okay. I like it. Um, Thinking back to all of the running you've done in the past couple years, doesn't need to be a race, can be whatever comes to mind. What is your best running experience so far? Uh,
1: Probably uh, running the Houston bases at the Astros and getting in, like, finishing in inside Minute Maid Park. A,
0: Good choice. Yeah. I like that race. I haven't done it in a minute. Oh, did you win your age group with that one or place? Because you got get baseball uh, tickets. Third. Yeah, I got
1: third, and they would only did they only did it for the very first – if you got first. Uh, I, got, I got third,
0: yeah. <laughs> I think I did it – I've done it a couple years, and the one year I did it, like – I either did the 5K and all the fast people were in the 10K or vice versa. And so I won my age group and got baseball tickets. I'm like, this is awesome. I never win anything. Yeah. Yeah, I think I did the 10K and I got, I got third place
1: (laughs) in my age group.
0: Um, do you have any crazy running stories? Has anything crazy ever happened to you on the run? Maybe during Goggins or something like that?
1: (laughs) Uh, We almost got, it was me Tim and Julie, we, uh, went on a, uh, run and it was a, uh, it was actually gonna be a heart run. So like it was during February, like, uh, um, for Valentine's day. And so that, but I never run the, the course or anything. It was made and, uh, we got potentially chased by some pit bulls and could have got eaten and it was pretty bad. <laughs> that was probably the scariest I've ever been in a run. That I've ever done. So after that, I carry uh, some some spray just in case.
0: Yeah, I but, definitely yeah. don't like it when the animals chase me.
1: Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was kind of sketchy.
0: Um, outside <laughs> of Boston, do you have any other bucket list races that you want to do? Uh,
1: not on the top of my head, but I kind of want to do like. Like London and like Germany, all the the top, you know. I guess those races. I don't know what they're called. Duh. That's how new I am.
0: <laughs> world World Marathon Majors. <laughs> world, yeah, World Marathon Majors. I guess. Um,
1: but really, I just enjoyed wherever people want to go. I'll go. Like so. Uh, yeah, I have a lot of groups that want to go to California. Run a California race. Uh, that's that'll be that would be awesome.
0: Um, well, so, oh, that was one thing I didn't ask about your work. So when you fly, are you national? Do you fly international? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I'm basically, we're basically in Northeast stuff. So we okay. do everything on the East coast. Uh, so I think the farthest West we go is like Colorado. I've done stuff in uh, Arizona and New Mexico, but okay. basically everything's on the East coast. Gotcha. So, yeah, and then we do Canada when it was open, uh, Bahamas, South America a little bit, uh, the Caribbean, uh, the Keys, all that, yeah.
0: I would run – they would probably really suck but be really pretty to run down in the Caribbean.
1: Yeah. Uh, I did uh, – I, I run in uh, Key West a lot. Okay. We stay there a lot. And so I've done that Miami – And then I've done uh, Panama, Costa Rica, and Bahamas uh, in uh, Nassau, Nassau, yeah.
0: Now I want to go to the beach. (laughs) Yeah, it it was nice. All right, last question. We talked about how you got started and what your running has looked like these past couple years, Uh, but why do you keep going? Why do you run?
1: I enjoy the people that I meet and they, they've changed me and uh, being healthy in general. So uh, knowing that I'm running, it's going to help my health. And then just the people I meet, I just, I met family basically. So I have a whole nother family. that's runners and it feels good.
0: <laughs> I like it. All right, Louie, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciated you sharing your story with us. Thank you. As always, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Runners of Hue. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or however you hear podcasts. And if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to the show and leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time.